Do you want to know the beauty about sports? You're never fully satisfied. Whether your team goes winless or your team takes home the title, you'll always find something to be upset about. And that's why we are forever disappointed. What's up, y'all? We're back with another episode. Today's uh, September 5th. It's a Friday. Mike, Mike, Mike. I would say it's been a pretty good week. I can't say I'm really disappointed this week. Man, uh, for those of you that expected us to be pissed off this week, sorry. It's not happening. It's just too much good in the world right now for, for us to be upset. There's reasons to be pissed off about, but there, there's one fact that heavily outweighs heavily outweighs the, the, piss, the pissiness. Mike, I woke up with a smile on my face today because I know what happened. I went to bed with a smile. It, it was just beautiful, but uh, you know we're we're being really. Uh, I want to start. I know we're we we have some stuff, but like we said, there's some stuff to be sad about. Um, first things first. Rip Chadwick Boseman, a true, true legend, great actor. He's just beautiful human being, and you know I'm really sad to see him go. It sucks. You know I really liked him in uh, in Black Panther, also in Forty Two. Yeah, I uh, I want it. I haven't seen it yet, but that movie he did, uh, Twenty One Bridges, where he plays the cop in New York. I really want to see that one too. It looks really good. But um, it's just. I think it was set to release. There was a a movie. I don't know if he released it or not on Netflix. They did. uh, Message from the King, right? I think that might have been it. I'm pretty sure they released it on Netflix. But um, you know, it's just so sad. He's such a good actor, and you know. For people to not even know about something like that is kind of crazy to me, especially in the world yeah. we live in today. But um, you know, really he never surprised no one knew about it. He did all never, of that. He never let it show, man. You know, he no. he he he's thinking about the people and he was just trying to work and just trying to do his own thing. Just, we we lost a, a real one. A true king. A true king. King T'Challa, R.I.P. bro. But um now that we got the sad stuff out of the way, Mike. Sports for the week. Can can I say it? Can, can I please? Go ahead. The Heat are up two zero, baby. Let's fucking let's go, Michael. The Heat are up two to nothing on the Bucks. Now, granted, the series is not over yet. We're no, we we are treating over. every game as it's zero zero. But to be up two zero right now is, is a great position. Man, I and and you know me, I think we have one of the best teams in the league. I really expected the Bucks to bounce back, and they did. They bounced back. Uh, they bounced back in game two really hard, and we stuck with them every every step of the way. And I'm really proud of the way our guys played. Yeah, I was expecting. Well, Giannis still had. I think Giannis had around 29. So I yeah, he had 29. Blame, I can't really blame him, but I, I expected the Bucks to just blow out last night, or not last night, but uh, game two. I agree. Um, it's just you know, like I said, we we rose to the challenge, and I think that's the the best thing about this team is that they just keep rising and they keep keep playing to their competition. You, no matter what, they don't get down on themselves. It's um, the culture. I was watching it, the. It's the, the culture, post-game. baby. I was watching the post game highlights on um on NBA TV, and they were talking about the game, and um, obviously they talked about the ending, which we'll get to that in a little bit. But Isaiah Thomas, the uh, the goat Isaiah Thomas, he was talking about the, the small one, and he said, "No, he said something which you know I hadn't really thought about until he said it. Is that yes, we're a young team, which everyone knows, but he says we're a young team who's learning to win in the playoffs." I was actually I was talking to one of my cousins last night because um, he's a he's a Thunder fan and, I, and he was saying you know you know they they did lose but he's saying that his the rookies played really well in the playoffs and I was telling him you know playoff experience when you're that young is is it's it's untradeable you know you can't you can't make that up anywhere and you know for guys like Kendrick and Tyler and Duncan to get this much playoff experience at such a young age it, it's really going to show down the road I, I believe it no yeah and, and they're learning how to win it too so that's that makes it even better. It's just I, I I'm so happy with the way that they're playing and the way that they the camaraderie is showing on the court, you know, all for one and one for all type stuff. Um mm-hmm. Pat Pat was in the bubble. He's officially there. The Godfather's in the building. Uh, I think D Wade was even a, a virtual fan last night, which is kind of crazy. He was. Jimmy gave him a little fist bump. Last a little night. fist bump. I like that. I like that. You know, it just shows that these guys are out here to have fun, but they're they're here to do their job too. So we are the uh, lowest seed ever to start off the playoff six and zero. Really, I did not know that. Yeah, the other the only three teams have done it, and it's been us as a five seed. It's also been accomplished this playoffs by the three seeded Celtics, which fuck them. Fuck the Celtics. 
and then the three seeded Spurs in two thousand four when they lost to the to the Pistons. Oh, really? That's interesting. Well, that's a uh, it, it really is impressive. Like I said, I'm just so happy with the way we've been playing. But you know, we're not the only team in the playoffs, so let's let's stray from our bias a little bit. The second round's officially set. Um, all the first round uh games have finished. Sorry, Mike. Uh, Donovan and the and the Jazz couldn't get it done. It sucked. It was a rough game. It really was. Um, I'm a little happy only because I had money on the Nuggets. So, uh, but they it was a really tough game. I'm really surprised that the NBA is not giving them and the Rockets an extra day off. Uh, I was watching ESPN late night the other day, and they were showing a Jamal Murray interview, and Scott Van Pelt asked them. Uh, how they were going to prepare with only one day to go. And Jamal Murray didn't even know. He said, wait, we don't get two days off. And Scott Van Pelt was like, uh, no, no, you don't. He's like, well, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, it, it also happened that they went to seven games. and No, know, I know. I, early. I get it. And uh, I mean, I guess that's on them. But I, I honestly, I think they should have gotten an extra day off just because they did go to game seven. Yeah. Um, the Jazz need to shape up whatever they got going on over there in Utah. But hey, listen. They already said there's not even there's no, there's going to be no uh, discussion about it. They already said Donovan's going to get the the max, probably the super max, since he he's going to stay with the Jazz. Is what it looks like. I would have left if I was him. I would have left for you know who if I was him. But it's his decision, Mike, and we can't uh we can't say anything else about it. I mean, he he hardly had any support the entire series. Gobert really didn't do anything that that game. Gobert seven. had a good game seven. He he had some clutch buckets saw- down down the road. I saw, I didn't really see his defense perform well. He was letting he was letting small guys eat up on him in the paint. I don't know. Every time I looked at him, he had a he was either grabbing a rebound over Jokic or he was blocking somebody. I thought he played a pretty good game seven, if nothing else. I don't know. I saw Jokic just drive in on him, get some buckets in the paint. Jamal Murray was attacking, getting over him going in. It was kind of crazy because Donovan and Jamal, you know, they had been dropping so many points so consistently that whole series that. Game seven was kind of a letdown scoring wise, like from them at least. No, it was, was really weird. They, you could tell that they were tired. Matchup. You could yeah. tell that both teams were pretty gassed too. So, but um, if I was Donovan though, I would tell Mitchell or I would tell Murray, get the fuck off me as soon as I'm on the floor and he comes. I go, I'd be like, yo, get the fuck off me. I don't want to see you right now. That's camaraderie though, Mike. I wouldn't take it. I don't know. You I know I, too. I wouldn't. You know me. I wouldn't take it. I'd be like, yo, not right now. Yeah. Talk to me. Talk to me in like two days. Yeah, talk to me in a week. But um, you know, staying staying on the subject of basketball, like we said, so the Lakers are going to play the Rockets. The Clippers are going to kick off against the uh, the Nuggets. We're already playing the Bucks, and the Raptors and Celtics have already been set. So now, you know, the the teams are shrinking. Families are starting to come into the bubble. Uh, like we said, uh, executives are there. Pat's there. I'm pretty sure um, a couple other uh, team presidents and stuff have come in. So that's pretty cool. Uh. Mm-hmm. But you know, this playoffs are really shaping up to be a really interesting set of events. Uh, I know I'm I'm really excited that we just get basketball every day. Yeah. Uh, staying on the subject of basketball, though, uh, Steve Nash to the Nets, man. I didn't see that one coming at all. No, I woke up, I saw the message, and it was pretty. That was pretty interesting. Um, you know, point guards usually make pretty good coaches, and I think he. Uh, I think if anybody's going to do a good job with that team, it's going to be Steve Nash, especially with the amount of talent they have. You know taking direction from a, a former player is definitely going to help him out. Well, I mean, did Jason Kidd really do good as a coach? No, poor Jason Kidd. He did have that one smart play of bump into me and I'll knock down the ice and that's a timeout. That's innovative, if nothing else. It is. It's thinking on your feet. But uh, no, I really do think Steve Nash is going to – he's worked in a couple front offices, though. That's the difference is, you know, Jason Kidd kind of just got the job. Steve Nash has worked in the Warriors front office. I'm pretty sure he was in the Kings front office for a little bit, too. So, you know, he knows the the ins and out of both, you know, the playing and the corporate side of the game. So I think it will really help him uh, in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn really has a chance to become, you know, the premier New York team. Shove the Knicks over to the side. Spike well, I mean, Lee's going to start wearing black and white. I don't know. I, I think the I think they'll still have the same the same thing going on with Los Angeles, where it's still always be the Lakers. How LA is always going to be the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Have a couple years where they seem like the heavy uh, team. Yeah, I get you. They're always going to be the Lakers. I think that might be the case with New York. Mm. I don't know. The, Knicks. the Knicks are pretty bad. No, they are. At least the Lakers have been like semi relevant in like every every so often. Like I can't remember the last time the Knicks were relevant. Yeah, that's true. Well, when Melo was there. 
Yeah, but they got swept in the first round of the playoffs. That's true. I don't know. You know me, I'm a huge Melo fan, but even when he was there with, with Amari and stuff, I didn't really see it. But um, like we said, basketball is really shaping up, but there's that doesn't mean that's the only, it's the only thing, man. Sports are, are like actually coming back now, Mike. You know, we got football in a week. We got college football. College football has actually already started, but we got NFL football coming really soon. Um, but uh, in in recent football news, uh, Leonard Fournette got cut by the Jags, and then like within twenty four hours, signed by the Bucks. Like, how do you even feel about that? I don't know. That's unbelievable. It, I can't believe the the Jags are are really just turning into like the Knicks of football. Like they're just getting rid of all of their like assets and just you know saying fuck it, we're just going to be bad this year. I don't I don't know what their plan is like going for the future. I I don't either. They've they've literally gotten rid of every young valuable asset they've had. Like, did you see that video on on Twitter of that guy uh, with all the Jags jerseys in his closet? There's like six Jags, six or seven Jags jerseys in his closet, and they've all been like traded away. Like Leonard Fournette, Jalen Ramsey, Ngakwe, um, Allen Robinson. There was another one. It's just a bunch of guys who like, you know, oh Blake Bortles. Like it's just a bunch of guys who, when I they mean, went Bortles. to the, when they went to the AFC Championship though, those were all the corner pieces of their team. What was that three years ago? The AFC Championship? Three or four. Yeah, it wasn't that far along. And, you know, it just shows you, like, how fast you can go from, quote-unquote, almost top of the mountain to crap. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like like I said, we got football coming up. I'm really excited, uh, especially for, for, you know, college football to start off. I don't even care if I can go to the games or not. I just want to watch. Um, say go dogs this year as you play Florida. Screw the dogs. Any, any Georgia fans out there listening, stop listening. Uh, what else, Mike? What what else has happened this week? Do you have a guess for or prediction for your Super Bowl already? The way too early Super Bowl predictions? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If if I'm gonna go bold prediction this year, Mike. Uh, you know, adding adding Leonard Fournette to the Bucks, I think gives them one of the most stacked offenses in the NFC. So I'm just gonna say it right now. I think they're gonna get there, and I think they're gonna end up playing either the Ravens or the Chiefs. I haven't really decided yet. I think I'm gonna go with the Ravens because. Lamar's out to prove something this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I think I said that last year too, but I really think he's gonna he's gonna show us something. He's tired of the doubters, um, so I think it's gonna be Bucks Ravens, and I'm gonna give it to the Ravens. Interesting. Well, I mean, I I think the Bucks are gonna be this year's uh this year's Browns, where it's all hyping, all they hyping, really, all, all hyping, hyping, not living up to the expectations. Mike, this is why we call it bold predictions. You know, you, I got to get the people going a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I still think the, the Saints won that division. You think so? Yeah. And not if they trade Alvin Kamara. No, he's back. They have, yeah, he's back, but they're shopping him right now. I did see about that. They put him on the block, Mike. How are you going to do that to one of the best running backs in the league? Don't ask me. Um, but, you know, if we go away from football a little bit, baseball is getting kind of chippy right now. I think these guys are a little upset with how many games they got to play in such a short period of time. Uh, the Yankees, man, fuck the Yankees. Fuck them. They what? What is what is role of Chapman doing? He threw at this dude's head a hundred and one miles an hour. It's just something you don't do. And and you know we can we can take that and we can take it to bringing back the Rob Menfred is a is a clown. He gave he gave Joe Kelly eight game suspension. For not even hitting anybody, and then a roll just goes, yeah, and then a roll just goes and throws a hundred and one at some dude's head that could possibly kill somebody, and he gets three. You want to explain that logic to me, Mike? I mean, I don't know what to what to say about that. Rob Manfred's a clown. This guy need uh, do they hold elections or do this guy is just going to be in charge of baseball like forever? Because I don't, I don't know how that like how how does that actually work. I I know in the NFL the, the 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 owners vote on the commissioner. Wait, they still voted yes for Goodell every year? Yeah, because according to my dad, he's the evil you know, and you don't you don't know what you're gonna get with somebody else. Yeah, that is a point. But I mean, if I'm the owners of baseball, Rob Manfred got to go. He's got to go. You have like on Instagram and 
Facebook and Twitter, like the certified check marks. I think we're ready to throw a certified checkmark clown emoji on, on Rob Manfred. Oh, absolutely. This guy is, this guy's really starting to get on my nerves and you know, you just, just be logical when you make this. If you, if you have logic behind your decisions, nobody can question you. But when you just start throwing stuff out, oh, three games, oh, eight games, oh, the, the Astros get nothing, then people start questioning your decision-making. He doesn't know what he's doing. He really doesn't. I, and I, I, don't, I don't know what we're supposed to do with this information. I don't know either. And I know, and it, maybe maybe he's not even the one making decisions. Maybe he's just saying, "You guys figure it out." I'm just going to collect my paycheck. We don't know. That's the problem. Is we don't know. Well, that's even worse then if he's not the one making the decisions. I'm just saying that we don't know. We literally don't know what's going on. We just get we just see stuff happen, and then we get punishments, and we have no way of connecting the dots. Yeah, we'll find out one day what the fuck he's doing. What's going on in the head of Rob Manfred? And I know we said we weren't going to be disappointed, but I'm I'm disappointed in baseball right now. You don't do that. You don't throw a hundred a hundred plus at some guy's head. Well, then the pitcher last night threw at another at another Ray yesterday. Did it, well, the Ray, the kid that got the hundred and one ball thrown at his head, hit two homers last night, and he okay. bat flipped the second one. So I think that's why they started throwing at him again. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. I agree. Um, speaking of homers, Braves are lighting it up. They had Ozuna with three homers in one night, and then the next night Adam Duvall goes and hits three homers. Like that's insane. Was the Ozuna versus the Red Sox too? Yes, both both were versus the Red Sox. I told you the Red Sox had no pitching this year. You did say that. It's okay. I knew that. That's why uh, we're leaning heavy on the Braves this year. But um, like like sports is is really starting to come back, Mike, and you know it's giving me little butterflies in my stomach. I'm getting real excited. Nature is healing. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you know, the world doesn't fuck it up over again and we had to start all over. Seeing all the fans go crazy, especially about the about game two, nature is healing. Nature is healing, Michael. Uh, like we said, don't mess it up for everybody, guys. Wear your masks and we'll all be back to normal soon. Um, but that's about it for, for, for sports news for the week, Mike, uh, unless you had anything. No. That's all I can think about right now. Well, then that'll take us into player of the week, and I'll, I'll let you go first. Let's see what you got. Um, my player of the week, I'm going to keep it a homer pick. I'm going to go with Jimmy Buckets. Game yeah. One, he, game one, he had the 40-piece, and uh, he really he really shined out at the end of game one to close it with no Giannis guarding him on defense, which I will say, I do want my best player guarding the best, play, guarding the best player on the I, other team. I got to agree with that, too. I mean, and, and listen, I've been watching basketball for a long time, so I, I get it. Uh, who, who's their shooting guard, Michael? It's not, not Chris Middleton, but the other one. Um, oh, Matthews, Matthews. Oh, they, got, they have Matthews covering Drogic most of the time, and Matthews is a very good defender. Don't get me wrong. I've seen him play before when he played for the Mavericks. He's a very good defender, but I'm with you, man. You got to put your best player on their best player. Giannis has the advantage over him, height-wise, length-wise, everything. Like, like this is no this is no offense to Jay Crowder because, like we we've said before, I think Jay Crowder's playing just amazing basketball. But I really do feel like Giannis's defensive player of the year, like like stature, is being wasted on a guy like like Jay Crowder, whose whose ability is limited in comparison to Jimmy, who literally just dropped forty on your team. Yeah, and then even game two, he didn't really guard him that much. In game two, uh, I know Jimmy didn't really Jimmy only put up thirteen. He he did facilitate a lot around though. Uh, he played. He played the facilitator in game two for sure. He did, and he also had the, the game when he free throws, which will, which will put him up as player of the week for me. Just so solidifies it. I couldn't watch those free throws, Michael. As soon as I heard he was shooting free throws, I had to go sit in the corner and, and just listen because I was I was freaking out. I thought he had missed the first one. I I when I watched the replay, that ball hung on the rim for what felt like years. It did. I mean, we can get more about to the game in the highs and lows. We can talk a bit more about that. For sure, for sure. Um, but you know, my player of the week, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick on the same the same path as you, Mike. Uh, I got a homer pick too. I got Drogic because the man is just he's gonna be the first uh, recurring player of the week for me. The man is just showing up in in the biggest like the biggest stages. Ever since the playoffs have started, I got his stats here too. I had to do the math myself. Ever since the playoffs started, since he actually started games. He's got 24 points, five assists, and four rebounds per game in the playoffs, and we're 6-0. and I mean, you can't really ask for much more than that. 
No. I mean, I feel like you could just give the entire team player of the week if you really wanted to. Everybody's doing their job and everybody's playing Everyone's their role. Everyone stepped up. Even those five minutes that – the five minutes that Derek Jones Jr. stepped in, he was electric. He really made an impact on the game. He got some rebounds. He was setting some screens. It was it was really I mean, the quite were beautiful. Like two or three points. So like he didn't really, like he, the points weren't there, but the intensity and the effort he played was was matched. And he always comes with that defensive aggression, which I love from him. Yeah. But um, no, I, I agree. You, you could really just chalk it up to getting the whole team player of the week. We're gonna go team of the week this year, Miami Heat. Miami Heat. Because man, they they are they are defining the role of uh, of teamwork and you know knowing your role and just it's it's beautiful thing to watch even bam out of bio giving up his last foul to prevent a Giannis dunk and Giannis only made one free throw it was a good play it was um it was no but it was it was really quite beautiful I'm really proud of this team and the way that they're playing mm-hmm. um you didn't have any other players that you you wanted to uh, give some recognition to right uh no well I will say um Miller from St. Louis He's been putting okay. on a show lately. Oh yeah, he's he's had a he's hit a couple home runs frequently lately. Nice, and nice. They, I mean they they played they played okay like around five hundred, but he's just adding in a lot of offense right now for St. Louis. Mm, that's good. Pretty I'm happy nice for you. I'm happy for you, Mike. St. Louis is uh they got to start winning games. I know that there's expanded playoffs this year, but they gotta gotta I kick it into about, overdrive. I forgot about expanded playoffs. Right now we're we're still looking. At, uh, St. Louis is looking to make in the playoffs if the season were to end today. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh yeah, baseball is going to start heating up, especially uh, later in the season when the playoffs start rolling around. You'll see teams really start showing you what they're going to use in the playoffs. It's uh, really going to be interesting. But um, if that's all you got, that's all I had. We can we can move on to highs and lows for sure. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go first since you took it. You know me, I like to go lows first and uh, you know b- build us up with the highs. So uh, lows of the week. School started for me this week, so I got two and a half hour lectures. Twice a week. It's rough, Mike. That's all? Well, no, I have other ones, but that one's like the one oh, that like God. like that one's the one that kills me. Like I was sitting I'm sitting there like falling asleep in front of my laptop. I'm like losing it. What class is it? Um uh, intro to marketing. So it's actually pretty interesting, but the guy's just talking and I'm just sitting there nodding off and I'm like, God, pay attention. Somebody somebody bring me some coffee. Um but uh other than that, other lows of the week, the Thunder lost. I had yeah, I'm in a playoff pool where you pick the bracket of who wins, and I had them beating the uh, I had them beating the Rockets in seven. Ooh, okay. you were right there. I was right there, man, and I I I sort of picked the Thunder because my cousin's a huge Thunder fan. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out you, Ryan, if you're listening to this. Sorry, bro. I was cheering for him. Uh, and I really I really did think that the Thunder matched up well against the Rockets, especially defensively. Um, I really thought they were gonna pull it out, but man, they were close. They were really close. You can blame it on Chris Paul. I don't think you blame it on Chris Paul. I really don't. Chris Paul talking about, I'm, built, I'm one of those only players who's built for moments like these. In the last few possessions, he's not taking a shot. If, if I'm in a do-or-die situation, I, I don't care what the situation looks like. I want my best player taking a shot. I agree. I agree. But, you know, the things happen in the moment where you, you can't predict. And the things happen that the, the way that they did. Who would have thought James Harden makes a defensive play to save the game? Well, not me. And that guy's also an idiot because he caught the rebound back, and he had James Harden was behind him. Yeah, he could have turned and shot. He could have. So he he could have shot, or he could have pulled up dribble, and instead he just keeps his body pointing at Harden, throws a ball at him. Even before that, he could have pump faked Harden coming at him and stepped in and took a took a twenty footer. You know that would have probably been a better shot than the three pointer he was about to take. I don't know. It was a lot of bad decision making at the end. Well, of the I mean game. that same possession, Chris Paul had the ball and he just passed it up. <sighs> I don't know, Mike. I just know that I was very sad when that happened. They didn't take advantage of the mismatch either. No, they he didn't. Had, they he had, had PJ Tucker guarding Stephen Adams the and entire possession. On the you could have lobbed that ball over the top for sure yeah. for Stephen. He would have put it down. I don't know. Watch, mark my words, the Lakers are going to take advantage of that. Anthony Davis is going to give P.J. Tucker the work in the playoffs. Oh, I know. And then Danilo missed it. I don't know why Danilo shot the free throw. Instead That's of what throw. I said. Dwayne Wade tweeted it out, and I'm in full agreement. I want Chris Paul shooting those free throws. Like, who, who, who is the one that made the decision to let Danilo shoot that ball? Because I really want to know. Probably Billy Donovan. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's coached the floor. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's got two natties, so why don't you uh, why don't you watch yourself, Michael? 
They don't know what they're doing in game. I don't blame Billy. And that translated. As far as I know, Danilo said, I want to shoot the free throw, and then went out there and missed it. As far as I'm concerned, Chris Paul could have easily got on there, but then, uh, Billy probably said, yo, Danilo's shooting those free throws. I don't know. Like I said, it's all uh, – And it, if he makes a free throw, it's a one-point game. I know. I know. It, it's all in the past, I get it, I guess, but I'm, I'm really disappointed by it. I really thought that they were going to pull that game out. Um, but that's about it for Lowe's. Like I said, it wasn't it wasn't super disappointing week. We're happy this week. Um, highs for the week. New microphone came in. Woo. According to Mike, it sounds pretty good. I can't really hear myself talk, so I wouldn't know. But it came in a day early and it went straight to my door. I didn't have I didn't even have to go to the uh, the office and get it. So that's pretty nice. cool. Yeah, no, it does sound good. When you edit, you'll hear it. It sounds, it sounds really good. That's awesome. Oh, no, I'm happy. Uh, I've been using it a lot for uh, for video gaming, too. That's really cool about it is it connects to the PS4. So uh, Jack and Tiny said I sound pretty good, too. So that's all I really care about. Um, but uh, the, the ultimate high of the week, Mike, the heat is what? The heat is on, baby. The heat is on. We just got to keep the pressure, Mike. Like we said, uh, you know, one game at a time, it's still 0-0. Zero, zero. We just got to keep the pressure on these guys and, and put them down. Mm-hmm. Take them behind the shed and put them down, Mike. Uh, but, yeah, I'm I'm super hyped for playoff basketball, especially heat playoff basketball. You know, I haven't been this excited since the uh, the good old Big 3 era. So, you know, I'm, I'm really happy. But that's all I got. So I'll go ahead and throw it over to you, Mikey. Uh, I'll start low of the weeks this week too. Um, the first one. We said it earlier, but I'll just say again, it sucks that, you know, Chadwick Boseman died. It's unfortunate. Rip. So that's gonna, that was one of the low of the week. The other one is going to be the NBA refs. Okay. What a, shit, what a shit show of a union, man. That was a pretty bad night for NBA refs. I mean, it was. I mean, that the way the Heat game ended, you know, I'm glad we won. It it is a shitty way to win the to end the game. I agree. If I'm a Bucks fan, I'm fucking pissed. I mean, they can't be too pissed off either, because I mean, that was a horrible call on Dragic. I agree. Dragic, me and PJ were arguing about it for about twenty minutes. PJ was saying it was a foul. Dragic established his defensive position, and Chris Middleton did not go up and down. He jumped forward in his he jump jumped, shot he into Dragic. Into Dragic. If I'm teaching a kid how to play deep, how to defend a jump shot in today's that, NBA, that, that's perfect. I'm showing them that video. Because it's because most of the time, and there was a lot of, of fouls on on jump shots that night. I think they said like eight three pointers had had been fouled on. That's crazy, first of all. But the the foul usually comes from when a player is running at the shooter and he jumps into that zone where the player is going to land. That didn't happen. Yeah. Chris Middleton landed on his own two feet. Dragic didn't even jump. He stayed down. He stayed down in the same spot he was in. Chris Middleton did not jump straight up and down. He, his, both his feet came down and landed, and he leaned his torso into drugs. I just don't see how that's a foul. And shout out Doris Burke because she was calling for it. She, was, she goes, I completely disagree with this call multiple times. Respect to that. And then even the Butler foul, I mean, I guess I can, I guess I can see why because you put your hand on him. In fast action, I guess I can kind of see how, it, how it, uh, it can look like he fouled him. I didn't really see it, to be honest. I mean, he had his hand on him like, it wasn't like I honestly think it was. I honestly think it was a makeup call. If we're being no, honest, no, it definitely was a makeup call, and the refs always do that. Listen, they were consistent that they were consistent that game. Consistent with they were consistently bad. They were, and they're cons- they were consistent though with calling the jump shot fouls. I mean, they gave the shooters benefit of the doubt the entire game. I think it was early on in the game where Brooke Lopez, Lopez got fouled like twice. Brooke Lopez had an and one three pointer early in the game, and he kicked and his th- foot out. That's that's what I'm talking about. He kicked his foot out on that one. They even reviewed it and said that he didn't he didn't kick his foot out. No, he 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 definitely kicked his foot out. They had one where um where Giannis was in the post backing down on Kendrick Nunn early in the game. Shoots Little Kendrick shoots a post fadeaway. Kendrick didn't even was not even near him, and they called a foul. It, it's crazy to me. It really is. Um, you know, I think a lot of these times that these guys are anticipating contact and they just blow the whistle because they think there's going to be a foul. No, I mean, I, I saw that too. Dragic did it once where he just dribbled. One guy just laid a finger on him. Dragic throws it up, sells it, gets called the foul. Chris Middleton did that the next play. I, I just hate I hate the way it's running now. Yeah, and even even I know the exact play you're talking about too. The, the problem I had with that play was Dragic puts the shot up. They don't give him the shooting foul, but Middleton comes down the other way, does the same exact thing, and they give him the free throws. Explain that one to me. 
you got to be consistent and you got to be good. I mean, these guys, Doris Burke said it last night, they picked 28 guys out of the whole population to be referees for the, for the playoffs. Uh, I mean, if you're, if you're one of those 28 guys, you got to be on your game just like these players are. And I don't like I to go in our refs. I don't, but it was pretty bad last night. They definitely gave the benefit more towards Milwaukee, even though they're shitty on both ends. It definitely was more towards Milwaukee. Well, it's funny that you said my dad actually texted me last night during the game, like right at the end when Chris Middleton got fouled, and he said the refs had done everything in their power to keep Milwaukee in this game. And I, I hadn't seen the text till we got the ball back, actually, and Jimmy got fouled. And I look at my phone, and I see the text, and I text my dad back. I said, you were saying? Yeah, that, that was definitely the makeup call. Absolutely. But, uh, if, Drago, if no one bitched that, if no one bitched about that call, that game would have gone overtime. A hundred percent. And even um, even in the Thunder game, they called it like a delay a game on the Thunder. Like, when was the last time you saw a delay a game get called, Michael? I don't even know. I mean, they also had the the inbound pass towards the end of the game. That one ref called the foul on Harden for just grabbing the jersey of Paul, which mm-hmm. everyone does on the inbound play. Never gets called. There is so much contact on one these ref, inbound plays. One ref, one ref called the foul. The other ref called timeout. So they were completely lost. They were completely fucking lost on what to do. And they ended up giving the foul. And that's when Gallinari missed it. Why does he only get one shot there? That's the one thing I didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't know. I didn't know, honestly. Because, I mean, a foul is a foul, right? I'll ask my roommate later. I bet you he knows the answer. That boy's an yeah. encyclopedia when it comes to basketball. But um, I really didn't understand a lot of the calls that were made last night. And, no. you know, they just got to be better. You know, they, no. they're doing it their really jobs just a, like the players really are. It really is a soft league. Yeah, I was laughing. There was a there was a picture on Twitter the other day, and it was uh, Jordan with like a full fist in his face going to the basket. And it's LeBron getting. And a then LeBron, ass, yeah, it? LeBron getting a little pinky touch, and he's 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 leaning back like like he got slapped in the face or something. It's it, it the league is really getting soft, and and me, you know, I'm a physical physical player when I play I, I like to see a little bit more grit I like to see a little bit more contact if it gets chippy it gets chippy but that's part of the game it's playoff basketball it's supposed to get chippy yeah you know you would think that when the playoffs roll around they'd let these guys play a little bit more but it's kind of looking like the opposite no it, it completely is and and that's not to say we're, we're you know we're without blame either I mean I think in game one the heat shot like 48 free throws or something that's kind of crazy that's a lot I mean, of free throws. We, we had a lot in the in the Indiana series it's a lot of free throws. Like, and I, I know that we have guys like Jimmy and Dragic who are really good at drawing contact. I get it. I do. But you got to let these guys play, man. These guys are, are the, the, the top 1% of basketball players in the world. you got to let them play a little bit. Nah, I think there's more fouls called yesterday than at the All-Star game. Was, they, fucking, they kept having the whistle. I agree. Um, but keep going. Keep going. I'm sorry. I cut you off there. Yeah, it does that. The NBA refs are shitty. Um, Anyone saying that the Heat were gifted that win about the uh, the Butler about the Giannis call, they definitely shouldn't be talking because anybody who says that didn't really watch the game. No, because that 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 foul on Dragic was completely horrible to call. But that says that was another low of the week. Another one is Jazz losing. It sucked. See Donovan Mitchell go home after after a good uh, good playoff series. Yeah. Uh, if they are going to sign him again this year, they got to get him some more help. I don't know how, but they got to get him some help. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I have two tests next week. I got one on Monday and one on Tuesday. So Damn, that's early, study. Mike. Yeah, got to study for that. Fourth weekend, and then it's already a test. And then the last blow of the week is the Raptors shitting the fucking bed. Absolutely shit in the bed. I really and I know I know that they're they're a little shorthanded right now. Kyle Lowry's on a bad wheel. I get it. I do, but I really expected more out of them. I honestly thought that they were the most consistent team coming into the playoffs, if nothing else. They play really good basketball and they play it like a team a lot like the Heat do, but they are the Celtics are just giving them the work. Yeah. And listen, today's episode is on Friday. We're filming this on Thursday before we're yes, right now during the day, so we haven't. This is this is before Game Three, so we don't know. The Raptors may come back and blow them out. We really don't know. But either way, f- win or lose, they're still shitting the bed because they're going to be down going into today's episode on Friday. They're still going to be down in the series for the three zero or two one. They really need to find some way to turn it around. I don't know who needs to step up. If it's Van Fleet, if it's Kyle Lowry, if it's Pascal Siakam, but somebody needs to to just turn up. 
I hate fucking Boston. I really hate the Celtics. I do too. I'd really, and I, I was talking to my roommates about it. I would really rather play the Raptors if the if the Heat are fortunate enough to move no. on. So would I. We, we matched up better during the regular season versus Raptors. We did the same versus Milwaukee. We matched up better versus Milwaukee. 100% right agree. Now. We matched up better versus Toronto and showing up right now. The Celtics, I was, I was telling my roommates, the Celtics are really one of the only teams that, that gave us real trouble this year. It was like them, the two games the Lakers played us, they, they played us pretty well. Um, but, you know, a lot of teams don't really get the, the upper hand on us like that, but the Celtics have been playing really well against us, and it kind of scares me. So I need the Raptors to turn up a little bit. If nothing else, take this series to six games or something, because if, I mean, if just, Boston just, wins in four or five again, I'm going to be really pissed. Yeah, I, don't, I, I just can't stand the Celtics. And I got friends who are Celtics fans, and they text me all the time. I hate Celtics fans. I hate, I hate the Northeast. <laughs> um, well, you got anything else, Mike? You're going to uh, highs now, right? Yeah, now it's the highs of the week. Um, been going back to the gym. It's pretty good. I've been getting good workouts in. Feel nice. sore the next day, so that's when you know you. That's when you know you, you hit the gym good and you get a good workout in. I also started working out again yesterday. Uh, I'm a little sore today, but you know you you like to see the gains coming in. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm doing more focus into it. Really trying to bulk up. I've doubled up on the shakes. I also bought creatine to help promote muscle growth. So nice. that's where we're at. And then also the final one is just going to be the Heat being up 2-0 on, on the Bucks right now. I'm sorry, just one more time for the people in the back, Mike. The Heat is what? The Heat are up 2-0 on the Bucks right now. Oh, that's right. The Heat is on, ladies and gentlemen. Series they are on. It's not over yet. I will say it's so no. far from over. No, but we can bask in the glory for a little bit. No, we can't. The Heat is but on, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to keep saying it. As a realistic basketball fan, I had said the I like I had thought in my head the Bucks were probably gonna win this series in six games. Hundred percent. I, right I now, really accurate. right now it's accurate. I knock on wood. Hopefully I'm wrong, and the Heat win. But it it's still uh it's still far from over, especially now especially with uh with it being in the bubble. Hundred percent. Um, I think with it being the bubble, I will say I think we could possibly see a three zero team come back and win the series. Oh, definitely. There's no we we talked about this before too in the last episode. There's no uh. You know, there's no home court advantage here to swing momentum. No, and we saw. I think if I think if this if this uh, playoffs were in uh were in like how it normally would have been, I don't think the Heat would have taken any of those two games in Milwaukee. No, Milwaukee's maybe, a maybe, tough place to play. Maybe one. Maybe game one. Maybe game one, but they definitely would have lost game two in Milwaukee. For sure. Um. No, but yeah, momentum's huge, especially in the playoffs, and the fact that there's no home court is probably really getting these guys. You can tell it in the games too, because I mean, in Game Two, Milwaukee had Milwaukee had a spurt there where they were down like twelve. And they, they brought it back to down six. Yeah, they they, it, they, they did it a couple down, times. They brought it to down six, and you know the NBA, the NBA they've done a good job of trying to make a home court with the fan noise and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, so you definitely heard the fan noise, but it didn't really feel much. No, I didn't really it, get it, the feel. There's a difference between noises and an arena of thirty to forty thousand people yelling at you. Like you can you can tell Milwaukee's gaining momentum, but you can tell them gaining momentum in you know an empty arena versus them gaining momentum in a home court arena. Yeah, it, can, I, it it definitely I definitely saw it in game two. Yeah, and there's a difference between the Bucks gaining momentum and the Heat losing momentum. There's a yeah. difference, and you know it never really like yeah we we had some 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 scenarios some some uh you know sets of plays where you know we we went down got two or three empty trips but it never turned into like a full like onslaught and, you know that's yeah. something that i think would really happen if if there were were home and away games yeah i mean listen last night or yeah game two milwaukee only had the lead for about two minutes the entire game like i said i'm just so happy and so proud of the way that our guys are playing you know they're taking this one game at a time uh even jimmy and jimmy and uh and Goran told their families to stay home because this is a business trip. These, these guys are treating this like what it is. It's them doing their job and them getting their job done. I'm, I'm just really proud of them. The future is bright with the heat. The future is bright. We stay on this, on this, uh, on this path for sure. Um, is that all you had for highs and lows there, Mikey? Yeah, that's going to be pretty much it for my highs and lows of the week. Perfect, perfect. Um, Obviously right. had more lows and highs, but, you know, the heat being up too well definitely makes it a – Makes heat being up to it makes up for everything. That could have been our only high of the week and we'd still be happy. Yeah. But um 
now that you, now that we we got that done, you know, kick it over to a, another recurring segment. Um, bringing goats goats don't bust back this week, Mikey. You know, uh, if you guys don't remember, this is a segment where me and Mike like to talk about uh, you know stuff that's come up in recent news where you know it just uh, clarifies or um, sort I'm looking for you know makes it makes it larger. You know, the aspect of you know somebody being a true goat in the in their industry. Yeah, uh, it's not it's not sports either. It's anything. Yeah, anything, you know, anything that just comes around that we're like, yep, that's why they're the best. Um, but I'll let you go first this time, Mike, since I kicked off highs and lows. Uh, I'll start it off with my goats, my goats don't bust this week is the king of fast food, McDonald's. Oh, yeah? What you got? McDonald's has always talked about, you know, like expanding their, expanding themselves and, you know, expanding their customers. So they, they went, they're trying to go young now. And they uh, did, a, they're doing a collab with Travis Scott and it, uh, it drops T8. I don't know if it's temporary, like a limited time, like the McRib, or I don't know if it's going to be a menu for uh, on the menu forever. But they have a, a burger collaborative with Travis Scott, and it's basically just a quarter pounder meal. They just added like three strips of bacon on it and called it a day. I can't, I can't argue with that, but uh, so yeah, it's, it's a quarter pounder with bacon pretty much and cheese too. And then you get fries and then a Sprite, I think. Or I think you can also get whatever drink you want. So that's what it says on the menu. I'm a, I'm a, big, uh, I'm a big quarter pounder guy, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, props to McDonald's for, you know, trying to expand their uh, horizons, you know, expand their demographic. Even though I'm pretty yeah. sure, like, everybody eats McDonald's. No, I know. Uh, that, that's all you had for, the, for this one, Mikey? Yeah, I'll give it a McDonald's for the Travis Scott burger. I don't know what's going to be called on the menu, but. As of now, I'm calling it the Travis Scott Burger. Y'all go try the Travis Scott Burger. Sounds fire. Um, I'll try it out as soon as I, I'll try it out that day. Yeah, definitely. Uh, mine, mine for this week is going to go out to uh, one of my one of my favorite soccer players, uh, Mr. Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, so I was on Twitter last night, Mike, and they released the uh, the yearly earnings for the highest paid athletes in the world. And Roger Federer was actually number one with uh, about 106 and 107 million, something around that. And Ronaldo came in at two with 105, beating Messi out by 1 million. So take that, Messi. Bradley's just pretty close. 105 uh, versus 104. I just thought that was really cool because I'm a a Ronaldo guy uh, when it comes to the Ronaldo versus Messi discussion. So I was really happy about that. Um, But uh, yeah, that just made me laugh. My friends are Ronaldo. Uh, I just that really made me laugh. I I wanted to uh, give Christian uh, Cristiano the uh, the recognition he deserved. Um, that's a lot of money for anybody on that list. I think like number ten was like I don't even remember. Steph Curry was like number eight somewhere, and he was making like he made like sixty eight million dollars this year. Like that's yeah. just a lot of money. Well, hopefully with all that money, we're not looking to buy a new bus. Maybe with all that money, he could buy another island. Yeah. This is it's just throwaway money at that point, but um, yeah, like I said, uh, that that really made me uh, that made me chuckle a little bit. I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was, uh, that was all I had, Mike. Um, what's our next segment, Mikey? Uh, I think the final segment for today is uh, games and gamers. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I'll let, I'll let you start it off. All right, cool. Uh, you know, I've been playing the same games. You know, I've been playing a lot. Of, I haven't been playing a lot of video games to begin with just because school started off. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to get in, you know, get get my feet uh, firmly on the ground here. But I have been watching a lot of stuff. I know you don't watch a lot of, uh, like, streamers and stuff. But there's two games that have just, like, given me, like, entertainment. Um, the first one is Fall Guys. Have you heard of Fall Guys, Mike? Yeah, I played it. I downloaded it. Off, I downloaded it. Oh, okay, perfect. Fall Guys is hilarious. It's like it's like a, a kid. It's like designed for kids, but all these streamers play it, and like they they just get angry with like the way that like the games end because they can never win because there's so many people and only one person wins every game. But that watching them rage at like a game designed for like eight year olds, it just makes me laugh. Like it it, it really does like entertain. It's frustrating, but it's fun. It's so funny. Like and like watching these guys come up with strategies to beat. A, 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 what is essentially a children's game is hilarious to me. There really is no strategy to win that game. There isn't. You know, you just, you, you finish first. That's the strategy. But um, you just, you just do what the rule says. I do think that the game is really cool, though. Like all the all of the different game. Like you never know what game you're gonna get in mm-hmm. at what time, and if you're on a team, you don't know like who's gonna be where uh, in the given round. So as a uh, a lot, 
the the other game you, you probably haven't play. i'll play I'll, i'm in um the other game you probably haven't heard of is called uh, among us have you heard of that I one i feel like i might have heard of it so basically among us familiar with it it's like a new game but basically what it is is you have 10 people in a lobby and how it works is like out of the 10 people two people are called imposters and basically what the imposters goal is is to kill somebody is like to kill everybody and be the last ones alive. Um, but every player going into the round has tasks and you have to go around the map and complete your tasks. And then the, the theoretically the imposters could kill everybody in the first round, but if somebody comes across a body, like a dead body, you report it and then everybody unmutes. Like you can't talk to anybody during the rounds, but in between the rounds, everybody unmutes and you vote. Like you have a discussion for like a minute or a minute and a half or something. And then they vote on who they think the imposter is for that round. And watching these streamers, you know, try to justify what they're doing or like prove that they're not the imposters. It's just so funny. The best part is like when the guy that you're watching is dead because they know who the, the person is, obviously, so they can't say anything. And they're just yelling, like, at, at a, a muted mic, it's them! Pick them! They're just raging the whole time. And it's like, and uh, Ninja actually, I was watching Ninja play it, and Ninja actually said it. Ninja goes, oh, after this, I'm going to be sending a written text message apologies to everybody I was in the lobby with because things got really heated in that lobby. And it's just, it's really funny just watching all these people argue with each other and like just go at each other's heads, even though, you know, they're all friends, like they're all just Mm -hmm. super competitive. Um, If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend just looking up a video of it on YouTube. A bunch of streamers are doing it, but it's, it's really like, I've been looking for like new TV shows and stuff to watch. And I've actually stopped looking for it because I've been watching these two games get played a lot and it's just pure comedy. Um, It's pretty funny. I got to check out Among Us. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. Uh, the last thing I want for games and gamers I wanted to talk about was I played Call of Duty last night. I popped off, Mike. I had like three games in a row on search where I was like nine and two, 12 and two, 10 and three, like just straight up popped off. Did you win those games? We did. We won. And then, okay, so the best part about last night was we won like three games in a row and then we lost one. And we hop in this lobby and it was me, Tiny and Jack, and then three randoms. But the three randoms were also in a party. So they were, we were talking to them or whatever, and they were like, hey, do you guys want to do Riot Shields only? And we're like, yeah, why not? We haven't had this much fun playing Call of Duty in a long time. Let's just see what happens. Mike, we won every game we played using Riot Shields. It, yeah. it, got, it got to one point where it was, we were going to – it was 5-5, and we were going to the last round, and we broke out real guns just so we wouldn't lose our, 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 uh, our winning streak. But those guys were hilarious, and they were. Um, we were just playing, and we were all using riot shields. And the other team is like, "Oh, you guys are hiding behind riot shields." So we're like, "Yeah, you guys are hiding behind guns. We're just better than you." That's pretty but, funny. No, it it really shows you what you can do if you have a whole squad playing search, like, and you guys are using teamwork and stuff. It really shows you what you can do. It's really fun though. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I said, that's all I had. A lot of a uh, lot of interesting stuff going on in the in the video game world for me. Mm-hmm. That's too bad. Yeah. Um, for mine, like Joey said, I haven't really played much just because of school and stuff. I've been I've been using the PS4 more, mostly more for watching TV shows like The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. But um, I did like I mentioned last week, I did buy Madden 21 on release date. I played it; it's pretty fun. Uh, nice. I think the max team, the max overall team you get right now is like 85, 86. I'm at an 80 right now. I just picked up 85. Uh, I played a mission. I got 85 uh, Larry Legend and uh, AP on my team now. My quarterback is 85 Lamar. Very nice, very nice. So it was pretty fun. Um, I still got to finish out the challenges before the new ones come out. So there's that. And then yeah. the, face of the face of the franchise is pretty interesting. I'm, I'm already uh, drafted into Arizona. So. Oh, did you pick Arizona or did they actually draft you? No, they gave you the option of pick and um, – of pick your team or having no cho- or just like ending like doing the regular draft because it came up like uh, the cutscene like a press conference and asking like oh is there like a team you prefer to like a team you prefer to play for or, like do you not care so I just chose Arizona but I was worried I didn't be able to do the combine but I was still able to so oh that's cool um yeah at least at least now with Madden you're you're like uh you're like on the same plane like we started playing Madden Ultimate Team in twenty like what three months ago maybe yeah so like we were kind of screwed because we were so far behind the game and stuff but at least now you get to start off like at the same time as everybody else 
It is. It's different though with the the way the market runs. Oh really? Yeah. How the high how the high nineties and twenty when you started playing with like pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Now, now like the highest cards right now, like low nine, like low ninety one or so. A lot yeah. of eighties, and they they still run expensive. Yeah, because they haven't released any like super cards yet, right? No. Yeah, that makes sense. But um, I'm glad you're having fun with it, Mike. I knew you would, and it was I knew as soon as you told me you bought the game, I was like, yeah, he's gonna be playing that a lot. Yeah, they have little Yachty in the game. Yes, you told me that. Explain it to the people though, because it's really funny. So it's it's superstar KOs the mode, and what it is, it's a it's a 1v1 game, but you do one drive on offense, and the other team does one drive on offense after. And if you score a touchdown, you got to go for the two-point conversion. Mm-hmm. So theoretically, whoever wins after one drive moves on to the next round. Mm-hmm. And if not, you play uh, – if you're tied, you play tug-of-war. So what it is is the ball starts at the 50-yard line, and then you get three tries on offense, the person gets three tries on offense. And you just got to see whoever moves – whoever gets the most yards after okay. moves on. Unless you score a touchdown because then it's actually game. Nice. But um, you play with a full, like, 11-11 team. You just get three players who have uh, superstar abilities. So they give you, like, a choice if you get either three offense, three defense, two offense, one defense, mm-hmm. uh, vice versa. And then you got to pick a coach, too. And Little Yachty's one of the coaches. That's hilarious. Yeah, they have Little Yachty with his red dress in the game and a nice little, like, gray suit on. Let me it's ask you something. Do you pick Little Yachty every time? Uh, I, pick, I did, like, the first couple – uh, five games, but I need to score a touchdown to get Lamar Jackson. But oh, okay. to get Lamar Jackson ultimate team, but it was kind of getting hard. So, all right, I get you. That's awesome, Mike. That that's actually a cool feature. I didn't even know that that he was going to be in that game. Yeah, I didn't realize until I played it. Until I saw, until I played that mode and they had a little Yachty. Cool. cool. Um, like you like we said, you haven't been playing any other video games, right? No, not really. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's it for games and gamers, then, huh, Mike? Yeah, I think that's uh. It's a pretty short episode this week, but like we said, we're, we we got a lot of focus on school right now, so you know, yeah, we're pumping content out for you guys. Though uh, we're gonna, every week, we're just gonna keep keep giving you guys what we got. Mm-hmm. But um, this was fun, Mike. We're you know same time next week, right? Yes, sir. Uh, hopefully the hopefully the Heat will be in the conference finals at that point. Yeah, knock on wood. Hopefully, um, but uh, I hope you guys are just as disappointed as we are, if not more. And, you know, we, we appreciate all the, uh, the love and support we get from you guys. Uh, keep listening. If you guys have any suggestions, you know, you got, you got our, our social media tags. Just shout us out. Me and Mike have access to all of it. So, you know, we're here to answer anything you guys got for us. But, um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week then. Yeah, wear a mask, guys. Wear your mask, people. Hasta la juega.